So I left my frown in the wind Hard, I tried, never try it again Cause these niggas is lying again I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't find her If they sleep and they need a reminder This is for niggas who think we minor What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show I see things a little differently This is your Wednesday show And I am excited to be back in the swing of things um, We have a lot of exciting content um, This should be out What? A week after the Titans review, series review. Um, and we also still have the Diplomat. I'm going to re-record that. And that'll be next week's show. This week is about the Fast Saga. And how... I don't think we've ever talked about that on... Not long form, at least, on this show. And I just had some thoughts. And I want to revisit some things. Because, like... Example... Last year when Black Adam came out, one thing I kept saying about Black Adam was it had no hype. I felt no hype. Even when The Rock was all good, I didn't get excited or anything. Like, Shazam, the same thing. Like, no one was asking for these films. And they just, they had them on their, their slate. DC did, and they put them out there. And now we know what's th what that's about. And I just want to give my, 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 uh, my, I don't think I've done this yet, but I want to give my thoughts on The Rock and his Hollywood career. We all know it was similar to John Cena's rise. His first outing was short, but it was uneventful. Then he did the Scorpion King, and then things kind of they didn't pick up for him. He was getting movies, but a lot of the movies were like straight to DVD or they weren't critical darlings. And then he started just flexing his muscle as far as just showing his acting chops, doing Tooth Fairy and doing this and doing that. And I've, I've not watched, I want to say this, of Rock's movies, I've probably seen five, maybe. Let's see. Seen him in Fast Five. Fast six, fast seven. Seen Black Adam. And I've seen Snitch. I don't remember it, but I've seen it. That's it. So, um, but once again, I am the wrong person here just because I like what I like. I usually only go to see comic book movies and, and um, franchises I'm into, like, I will go see the Mission Impossible franchise. Um, so I'm not the, the right uh, person to talk to about this type of stuff. But anyways, my point of saying this is, is that I want to give my thoughts now we're months away from this whole thing where The Rock was essentially, air quotes, strong-arming DC and Warner Brothers. Here's my thing. Rock doesn't own them. <laughs> Um, yes, he's a, he's a star and he has star power, but literally, you're at, it's one thing if it's, it's one thing if it made sense in the grand scheme of things as far as, I think the Guardians of the Galaxy was a big hit because of just the way it was written and the way it was clearly produced and looked over and cared about. And it was, even though it was James Gunn's vision, 
overall, he had oversight. It's clear that The Rock didn't have oversight on Black Adam. As I said, it felt like it was Terminator 2 more updated with superheroes, and it felt like it was a dated film. I don't say that very often, because I don't know what dated is. Sometimes when people like hear me rap, they say, that's very 90s flow. Like, I don't know what the fuck that means. You know, like I, I know what it means in the grand scheme of things. I'm doing air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes. But I don't understand quite how you can just do that, like date something somebody like that. But he did that to himself in this particular film. And um, I, it's, it's, I actually, I'm actually the reason why I wanted to revisit this because I'm actually rewatching it. It's not a bad film, not bad at all. If this came out in 2009, everyone will be fucking loving it. It's the fact that we've advanced, and now there's standards for superhero films, and you have to. The story has to be more than just action, it has to be more than just. Because uh, 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 like it's funny because I was watching this this YouTube video, and it's called it's part of a podcast called It's a Shit Show, and it was saying how which I didn't know but I assumed, in the Fast and Furious franchise we're talking about that Jason Statham Dwayne Johnson. And Vin Diesel all have con- clauses in their contract that say they can't lose a fight. Fascinating to have three of your top guys can't lose a fight. How does that even fucking work? Anyways, um, so here's the thing. I'm sure a lot of this is true. Matter of fact, I'm 100%. I feel comfortable saying 100% this is true in my opinion. I say it because here's my thing. He clearly was supposed to be in the first Shazam movie. We all know that. Even he said that. He nixed that because he didn't feel like it should be two origin stories, even though they both kind of are the same origin story. And here's the thing. Jonathan Nestor, I keep saying here's the thing. But I, I, just have so many, I have so many thoughts in my mind. Sorry. Jonathan Nestor made a good point to me. He says, I don't know if I've, have, if I've met a Shazam fan in the last 15 years. I was like, holy crap. That is saying a lot. Because he's more in tune with that world than I am. So he would definitely know if like someone came up and said, I'm just the biggest Shazam fan of all time, dude. Like He would know that. No one's asked for these films. Do I think they got the right guy in Zachary Levi? Yes, I do. Like, and I've not seen Fury of the Gods. That actually premieres on HBO Max next week. I'll probably check it out next week. Um, but even if he was strong army things, which he clearly did to get Superman, uh, Henry Cavill back into the, um, the universe, I think it was still their decision to say yes. I see it like this. You can say no, 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 no. Once you give that one yes, you, you've given your approval. Does it suck? Were you, were you probably peer pressured into it? Sure. I still can't feel bad for you, mainly because you still said yes. When you could have just said no. Um, was it cool to see Black Adam? I'm a huge Black Adam fan. I love me some Black Adam. Did I need a Black Adam film out of context? No. I like Shazam. Do I need a Shazam film out of context? No. Um, I feel like 
he got himself enough power to where he wanted to do what most people do. Like, if you think about it, the fucking, everyone wants a franchise now. Like, that's the thing that Jared Leto's been chasing for the last several years is a certain franchise. He tried Joker, he tried Morbius. He's tried everything to get the, because fr- once you're in a franchise, you're in a franchise, you're good, you're set. Like, think about this. Tyrese Ludacris were supposed to be one-offs. In fact, Too Fast, Too Furious. They've literally made their careers off of that shit now. I get it. Tyrese was in Transformers before. I think he was in the first three Transformers and all that stuff. But what I mean is he's like, and now, like, he is now a part of another franchise. Like, he's gone from franchise to franchise. Is he the main star? No. However, it's it's helped him to get other roles. And so, what, they, they've been doing seven movies now? They're going to be in nine movies because it's supposed to be a trilogy now to end the, 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 the I'm doing air quotes again, to, to end the, the filming. So my thing is just everyone's searching for that franchise and Rock wanted his own franchise because the thing about it, he is a huge part of um, the Fast and Furious franchise now. It's not his franchise, though. It's very much Vin Diesel's franchise, which is fair. He's, it's, it's not, we, you can make fun of the family shit, which is very fucking annoying, but it's his. It's it's and people who are diehard Fast and Furious fans, they are all in. You know what? That is so fucking cool. So fucking cool when I hear people being able to say, "Man, I love Fast and Furious." It's okay because I I can watch the films because I can shut my brain off and say, and not go as far as being like this is too unrealistic. Like Tyson Tyson Neil deGrasse, I think it's his name, a scientist. He said, yeah, when I watch Gardens of the Galaxy, I understand what I'm watching. So for me to be hypercritical of the universe in it, what, why even watch it then? I'm watching it because I find these characters entertaining. That's how I am. I can truly be like, nah, man, this is just fun to watch. Or like, and, I, and sometimes you like the banter between people. Do I think the banter between Ludacris and Tyrese's characters is a little too much? I think it's a little too, a little too fake for me. It doesn't come off as natural sometimes. Tyrese comes off as natural talking shit. But what him and Ty, uh, Ludacris get into, because the way Ludacris' character is, he doesn't really even talk shit. He's quiet. Even if Too Fast, Too Furious, he's pretty fucking quiet. Um, but, like, it fits in the grand scheme of things. They found a way to fit these things in. And also, the thing I like about the Fast and Furious franchise, I was just telling this to somebody the other day, my cousin. I was like, it's inclusive. I like it because, like, even seeing Cardi B in the, the fat, I just saw Fast Night for the first time the other day. Even seeing uh, Cardi B in it for like the, the millisecond she's in it, you could tell she was super excited to be a part of the franchise. That's just cool. It reminded me of Entourage, where like people would just would be in the cameo and that's it. You know, you had very few people who were a part of the actual show and had roles, had important roles, like uh, Jamie Lee Singler, Singler uh, Tony Soprano's daughter. Like she was in it for like a season and a half or something like that, or a season, a full season. That's cool, right? Because why wouldn't you want Jamie Lynn Singler in there? Because she's gorgeous, right? And she's a, she's a great actress. But, like, most people just had cameos. Snoop, 50, you know, Saigon had a starring role in there. But, like, dude, for the most part, people just had cameos. But it was cool. It felt inclusive. It felt like, okay, you guys really have your fingers on the pulse of the culture, you know? And it feels like that's what Vin Diesel wants and whoever his producers are. So... Until The Rock does something like like I do believe that the, the actors he picked for um, Black Adam were fantastic. 
I personally said my best, my favorite part of the movie was when, um, what's his name? James Bond, Pierce Bronson had that great monologue when he's waking uh, Teth Adams up. That was one of the best monologues and the best person to deliver it. And I feel like um, th th he picked actors, but I feel like he picked people who were just like, I, I, I can take this role and I get other things. Like, Algis Hodges, like he's in so many other things, and he's such a talented actor and human being that he doesn't need to be on the. Will you like to be a part of a franchise? I'm pretty sure he would love to be a part of a franchise. But I'm saying like he 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 has so many different talents and gifts. Dude speaks like 18 different languages, some shit like that. He can definitely just be a part of something, and it's okay to be a part of it, you know. Um, but um, as far as just. I think Rock needs to be more inclusive in that way before he can carry his own franchise. He can definitely carry his own franchise. He just needs to be more inclusive uh, when it comes to stuff like that. Just my opinion. But I actually saw the spoiler of him being back in it before the movie came out. Um, it's a smart move. Because the franchise would not be the same ending it without him. I do believe the feud with him and Vin Diesel was very real. I do believe he didn't want to come back, and I do believe that in the, at the end of the day, Stephen Mill said something a couple years ago about why he went back for a, a ninth and final season of uh, Green Arrow, uh, eighth and ninth season of Green Arrow. He said it was financially irresponsible. Imagine this now, for those of you guys who have seen it, I have not seen this movie. I've not seen Fast Ten for the record. I've heard Jason Momoa is a bad guy, is fantastic. I will probably watch it. I'm not gonna. I don't know if I'm going to the theaters and watch it though. Um, but we'll see. But I heard his fan, his villain's fantastic. I heard it ends on a cliffhanger, and I've also heard that essentially it's all everything's all split up and broken down. So if there is a trilogy, which means there's two more movies left, one of those, if not both, will heavily feature Hobbs. You know, then you have Giselle Gal Gadot returning. How she's alive, we'll see how that works. Um, but it's one of those situations where. It was a smart move. And I'm pretty sure it was financially and, and, and mentally irresponsible just to let your ego get the best of you. Like Rock had already said, hey, we're feuding, but this is your franchise. You're top billing on this. He already acquiesced that. So there's nothing else to, to do there. Um, do I think he torpedoed Shazam? Zachary Levi thinks that for sure. It's hard to think he doesn't. He didn't do it because his his name on the marquee with Zachary Levi would have definitely helped. The second one, the first one was what, what it was, and but the the, the 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 second one could have used his name. And also, my thing is this: we're leading to these guys fighting each other anyway. Why not just make him a part of the? <sighs> yeah. So answer answer the question because I've been asked this several times. Yes, I do think the Rock torpedoes Shazam, and that's unfortunate. Um, do I think we'll see Shazam? Yeah, I don't know Zachary Levi will be it, but I definitely feel like we will see that very uh, see that um, soon uh, because this this first phase that James Gunn and, uh, that has is called Gods and Monsters. They're gods, um, but no, I do think and someone that also and the reason why I bring up Fast and Furious and to do a show like this, because someone asked me if, if I was into it. I am into it. Do am I a super fan? I'm not. Um, I appreciate them for what they are. Um, and I actually have not seen The Fate of the Furious yet. I think it's the only one I have not, well, in 10 now. 
but I think those are the two I have not seen. And honestly, I'm going to say this. Five, six, and seven were so perfect. If they would have ended with seven, that would have been the perfect send-off. Like, five, six, and seven were so cohesive. And I would even say four. Like, if you, here's the thing. One, if one was just done, one was just done. That's cool. You could imagine what happens to Paul Walker's character. Then you have Fast 2. The biggest blessing of this franchise was having two more Fast and Furious films that did not have Vin Diesel attached to them heavily. Vin Diesel was in Tokyo Drift at the end. But it was 2 and 3 that really helped to add to the lore when when 5 comes about. Because 4 then goes back to the roots of it. And then you just have the same characters in there, which is cool. But it's at the end of the day, it's feels like it's starting over, right? But then you have five. Five, I think, is universally seen as the best one. I think it is because everything it, it was the right it was the right characters at the right time. You literally have the rock making his debut. I can't remember her name. I think her name was Elsa. She's uh Chris Hemsworth's wife. Um, she had a role in it. Like, you didn't have the first post-credit scene where then you realize Letty's alive. And then you see The Rock and you have the return of Eva Mendez. Now, people ask what happened to Eva Mendez. I don't know if you guys know or not, but Eva Mendez actually took a break from acting. I think her husband's Ryan Gosling, as a matter of fact. But she had announced many years ago. And the only reason I even knew this, because I, I don't really follow her <laughs> like that. I, I would. She's super gorgeous. But, um... I remember she announced it on some show. And I remember I was ran, I was randomly home with the TV with my ex. My ex was watching TV and she was on it. And then she announced she was taking a break. So I could I, I definitely believe she would come back for at least a cameo in one of the two last films. But um five was the perfect mix. It was the perfect if I if 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 the producers and Vin Diesel were the mixologists, they made the perfect cocktail. You have The Rock. You have that goatee. He looks like a complete badass. You have the moment where they fight. And it looks like Vin, and Vin Diesel pretty much was going to get the win. And then you have the moment where they're being arrested. They're hauled off. Then the, the, the Rock's people gets killed. And then you have this big speech. And then you have Roman... Saying, man, that's your man's over there. He got killed and blah, blah, blah. And it's in the third. And then you have the rock to be the one saying, I'm in. I'm going to ride with you, Toretto. That moment. I know I know some people call rock a bad guy. He wasn't the bad guy. He was doing this fucking job. There's a difference. Like, Baraga, that's his name. Reyes. Those are the those are villains. The rock is a cop trying to... I, well, <laughs> some people may say cops are the bad guys, too. So, but in this one, he was not back. He was not a villain. He was he opposition. Yes, he was not a villain though, um, in my opinion. Um, and so it's one of those things where um, it was just a perfect cocktail. And that post credit scene when they, I remember, I, I I think I saw that in movie in the theaters, Fast Five. And I remember, remember the person I was with. It's like, hey, I think there's something afterwards. I think, okay, cool, no worries. And then seeing that post-credit scene, even Mendez, of course, they have a shot of her butt. I think she's in a pink dress walking. And then you see her 
do you believe in ghosts? And you see the rock's eyes look up. It was like, oh, shit. Then you have Fast 6. And then you have Fast 7. We now add Jason Statham into it. I actually didn't go see Fast 6. Um, I had no plans on seeing it. And then someone told me, because someone, I'm a huge Jason Statham fan. Like, he get, he can make the shittiest movies of life. I will watch them all. That's how big of a fan I am of his. And someone was like, hey, bro, you're going to want to go see this one. I said, like, yeah, no, I can wait. You know, it's Fast and Furious. I can wait till it comes out. He's like, no, dude, like, your man is in the movie. He's in the post credit scene, but he's in the movie. I was like, who? He's like, Jason Stim. I literally went that fucking night. So, it's, the more you add people like that to your franchise, the more it just adds credibility. Think about this. You can say what you want to about the MCU, but then adding Harrison Ford. He's Harrison fucking Ford. This guy played the fucking fugitive. Don't care. I don't care what you say. That adds credibility to your franchise. You know? And so, and them just keep adding people. It makes sense. So, no, th- that's my take on just The Rock going back. I think it's a smart move. I think it's going to add more intrigue to the f- next one. And can you imagine the fight scene between Jason Momoa and fucking The Rock? Are you kidding me right now? Looking forward to that shit. I will go to theaters to see that fight. Anyways, that is the show for this Wednesday. Next week, The Diplomat, check it out. The week after that, we will have the Flash movie, I believe, if my timeline's right. It's five, wait, it's five Thursdays, it's five weeks in June. Either way, next week is The Diplomat, and we'll, we'll go from there. Let's take it when we get time. I'm just looking cool. We are out.